0: Welcome to TrekCast, the official podcast of the Real Estate Council from deep in the heart of Dallas, Texas. I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we're wrapping up our series on the EarthX Expo, Conference, and Film Festival by chatting with the company's chief executive officer, Tony Keene, about how commercial real estate professionals can be more environmentally conscious without necessarily having to sacrifice their bottom line. Tony's got a really interesting background because, while he's been Earthex CEO for about a year, prior to that he was president and CEO of the International Facility Management Association, which is the world's largest organization of facility management professionals and made up of more than 24,000 members in 100 plus countries. Tony led IFMA during a period of tremendous growth for the organization. Their domestic membership grew by more than 40% under his leadership, and its international membership tripled in that time but he also helped refocus the organization from conventional facility management toward more green practices that incorporate energy efficiency and sustainability. We'll talk about all that and more in just a bit. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to Trackcast. We're on most of the major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the Real Estate Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn to stay up to date on everything we're doing in DFW and beyond. And now, EarthX CEO Tony Keen, right here on TrekCast. Tony I'd like to open with the most basic of networking questions because Trek at its core is a networking organization so in your own words, who are you and what do you do? great question Bill
1: um, so I'm Tony Keene I' am president and CEO of EarthX, which is a the largest environmental experience in the world and in my background is that I've run nonprofit associations for 26 years now, and I always call myself a recovering CPA. So I've had a lot of experience in uh, from the operations and financial side of the equation, as well as from you know the marketing growing of organizations to achieve their mission. So that's what I do for organizations, and then um, it just so happens that a lot of my experience in the different associations has also been in the uh, a commercial built environment.
0: Yeah, I'd like to ask more about that. We'll get to EarthX in just a bit. Uh, I'm curious about your tender or your tenure rather with the International Facility Management Association um, and the work that you did with with them. How much of a focus is environmentalism, which of course is a, a core component of the EarthX Expo? How much of, is that a focus within the facility management world?
1: It is a major component uh, of the facility management world because they are in a position to, especially in the built environment side, they're able to initiate sustainability um, processes so that they can um, maintain buildings and operate uh, buildings in a much more effective and environmentally friendly way. So examples are, you know, green cleaning. You know, the type of supplies that you use in the cleaning process, the time of day that you actually go through the cleaning process, you know, doing it during the daytime instead of at night, so you don't have to keep the lights on as long. You know, they can put into place different types of uh, lighting programs to reduce energy. But the, you know, the the total energy consumption by the commercial and residential section is uh, 40% of the total electricity that's consumed in the United States.
0: I had read that uh, when you were with the IFMA, uh, you transformed that organization's emphasis from more conventional facility management uh, to what you were just describing that that smart green buildings that you know use the latest standards for energy efficiency and sustainability. I'm curious how did you how, how did that happen how How did you make that uh, that that transition? I, I would imagine it's not necessarily the um, the smoothest necessarily at the outset.
1: Well, I, you know, I can't say I did it single-handedly. I had a good board of directors and I had a good team working with me to help move the organization in that direction. Of course. Um, you know, plus timing. I mean, you know, there was definitely a lot more emphasis on focusing on sustainability as a, a corporate initiative during that time period. But we launched uh, and oversaw the development of what we call the Sustainability Facility Professional, SFP designation, so that it would really help our facility management members to understand the different types of sustainable initiatives that they can actually implement inside their organizations. And then additionally, we had a sustainability advisory group that what then we did is we pushed that into uh, becoming a complete community for all of our members. And they, that, uh, we gave that to their members free of charge. So that, that way, we can encourage participation from all of our facility management professionals around the world to, uh, to be, have access to the resources and the content for sustainability. Just, just to be clear, when we say sustainability, what, what do you mean? Sustainability is really what we always said was achieving the triple bottom line, which is basically taking into consideration the, the people, the planet, and also the bottom line of the organization from a profit perspective. So that's why we would always look at how do you balance that and making sure that we've got practical solutions that make sense for the, the organization or the company and that facility to, um, to achieve its goals and for the occupants of the purpose. But at the same time, let's not forget about our environment, our world we live in and making sure we're taking care of that.
0: You spoke about being a recovering CPA. Um, I, I I mean part of part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is I'm a recovering newspaper guy. <laughs> um, so I, I I know what you're getting at there. Um, when your appointment at uh, at EarthX was announced, uh, it was said that the hiring was a strategic choice to bring in someone with a business background in in your case, CPAs, running organizations, um, as opposed to someone from the world of activism and and environmentalism, sort of the, uh, the subject component of of what EarthX is why was that distinction uh, so significant for the organization
1: well tremelus crow our founder i mean he had been uh, you know growing this organization for the, you know 9 years at that particular point in time and you know there's a lot of activists out there that you know go out on the mission to try and make sure that you know the organization achieves um, the impact per se but in order for us to be really taken seriously, we have to have the credibility as a serious organization. If we're going to attract the, um, n- not only the business community, but the academic community, the other nonprofits, and our public at large, we have to be taken seriously. And we have to run the organization in such a way that we can give people the confidence that we are the leaders of the future, that EarthX is going to lead as into practical solutions for environmental solutions.
0: How has your expertise in facilities management impacted your role with, with EarthX? How have the two overlapped?
1: Well, coming out of the, the facility management arena and the commercial construction side, you know, because the residential and commercial um, building sector is responsible for so much of energy consumption, which is a direct tie back into many of the environmental issues we have. So I was working on things like net zero buildings and work and seeing those in action, seeing how people were going to implement those. And even in countries like in India, they were putting new buildings up that were very, very, had a very low carbon footprint. So seeing those types of development allowed me then to carry that over into EarthX from understanding practical, pragmatic solutions. So during my tenure at IFMA, we went through the whole the time period where people were replacing their lighting systems because lighting is one of the biggest, uh, portions of a building's, uh, electric usage. Right. Uh, and so replacing those lighting systems with a, a very short, uh, payback period of a lot of times less than 24 months that kept the CFOs happy. It kept the building owners happy. And it also improved the working conditions for the occupants because it was a better lighting systems.
0: To put it rather simply, EarthX prides itself on being able to unite the business and environmental communities across a broad spectrum of professional, ideological, and political backgrounds. Can you speak more to how the organization is able to do that and what the quote-unquote power of EarthX's uh, network, what that looks like?
1: Well, thank you for asking because this is what makes EarthX unique. Um, We spend a lot of time and effort to curate our conferences and our speakers uh, and our events to make sure that we've got a balanced perspective and that we're not alienating people. The, The whole you know, in terms of our conferences, bringing the right speakers from business and academia and the government to share ideas that maybe some other people haven't heard. We bring a global audience to our conferences to kind of really have those discussions and then also provide networking opportunities for them to share ideas and best practices. The other aspect is is that we also are very, very selective in some of our more high profile speaking engagements at our banquets. And so for example, this past year, we had Republican Senator Lindsey Graham on stage with Democrat Senator Sheldon Whitehouse being interviewed by Susan Eisenhower talking about the future of energy policy. And this was right after uh, the uh, Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry had provided a backdrop to energy policy. And by doing that, it created uh, an opportunity for both sides of the, the Democrats and Republicans to come together in a very, very friendly, but, you know, pointed discussion and, um, you know, brought together where they can actually agree on common grounds. And the wonderful thing is, is that that friendship between those two senators is now extended and continued since our event in Washington.
0: From your vantage point, what kind of impact does the commercial real estate industry have on sustainability and environmental issues? I mean, I, I think it's, it can be pretty easy for people to generalize and, and shine a, a negative spotlight on on some of those you know more negative aspects of of development and construction on the environment, but how does the industry strive to make a positive difference on the environment and our world?
1: Well, I think this uh, sector has already demonstrated that they have the ability to make changes. Um, you know, since 2003, they've reduced energy consumption per square foot by over 30 percent. And this is something that has been driven through putting in better techniques uh, as far as the, the processes surrounding those buildings, better equipment, uh, utilizing better practices in terms of the occupants and how they behave, what time periods and smart technology. Uh, you know, using the technology and in the Internet, IoT, Internet of Things, has really helped, I think, the, the built environment sector uh, regulate their energy consumption to a much more efficient way than what it was 15, 20 years ago. And this is where I think, you know, the, the, the real estate section has this opportunity They can make decisions to do it one way or the other way. And one way may be conventional methods, what we've been doing for 50 years. The new way is how do we make it? So it's energy efficient. How are we using environmentally friendly materials? How are we, what are we trying to do in terms of reducing landfill consumptions and, and, also then using recycling programs inside those buildings. There's a lot of initiatives that this sector can really employ and put into place that make a difference. If we can reduce the amount of landfill, go, you know, the amount of uh, garbage and trash going into landfills because of recycling programs that are put in be the commercial sector, that's a good thing for everybody. It reduce the energy, we reduce the carbon gas emissions. And then, you know, by utilizing technology, you know, we've all heard of this terminology, smart buildings. Well, smart buildings have to intersect with smart cities. So by taking an active role in the cities and the communities that the buildings, the building owners exist in, that can create an, a much better society for all of us that will be safer, more environmentally friendly, and much more uh, appeasing for the people, the purpose it's set out to do as far as the occupants and the population.
0: Tony, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate you uh, coming out to chat with us. I'd like to connect our conversation back to the commercial real estate professionals that make up our member base at Trek and our listenership. Um, If they were to attend the next EarthX program, um, what would you suggest – would make the most sense for them to go and, and experience?
1: Well, if there's ever a year that your members should actually attend EarthX, this, is the next, this next event in 2020 is the year. It's the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. It's our 10th anniversary as EarthX. And we have a, a conference that we're expecting over 200,000 attendees from all over the world to come in to Dallas and attend. We will have conferences there, especially in the areas of cities and urbanism, as well as energy that will be directly related to your membership and how other ideas that they can uh, hear from these other participants about what they can do in their spaces, as well as um, what they can do individually by making personal choices. We're gonna solve the environmental issues, you know, one person at a time. This all goes back down to behavior and what choices we each individually make, both in our personal lives and our work lives. So I would challenge your membership to come to EarthX learn more about what they can do in both their personal and business lives to make this world a better place. So challenging your membership, I encourage them to go to our website earthx.org to find out more information about our organization and our other events, as well as April, 2020, it's April 22nd to the 26th at Fair Park right here in Dallas, Texas.
0: That's all for us today. I'd like to thank today's guest, EarthX CEO Tony Keane, as well as Tremel S. Crow and Michael Kane, for chatting with us during this series. Subscribe to TrekCast wherever you get your podcasts and follow Trek on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Until next time, I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for listening.